you're listening to i mean can we discuss and i am your host astrid ferguson we will be discussing different issues that can be debated articulated chopped up any kind of way there's no real set way to this it could be culturally it could be socially it could just be how we're feeling today so You're here for the randomness, and I hope you're here to stay. So remember to subscribe, share, and tell me what you think. Hi, everyone. Welcome to a new episode of I Mean, Can We Discuss? And I am your host, Astra Ferguson. And this is season two, episode 17, I believe. I'm starting to lose track here. Um, and I just wanted to hop on here and really quickly talk to you guys about this workshop that I will have tonight and Saturday. So if you catch it today, you can still register. Um, and it's hashtag it's complicated. Uh, what's your backstory? And it is a writing workshop. Well, we will talk about building that story of duality and contrast. You know, if you write poetry or you write, you know, fiction. Um, I mean, it can apply to any genre, really. But this is really where you challenge your reader's perception. You challenge your own perceptions. You challenge you know, um, uh, to have a mind shift on something, you know, we have a very one dimensional view on life. Most times we feel like people with two faces can't exist in one person. And when I say two faces, I mean, like someone can't be, um, a very successful business person and also have vices, you know, no one is perfect. Perfection is an illusion. So when we write this way in our stories, it actually brings humanity into your writing. So your readers will relate to these stories and it may even challenge their perceptions to see things in a different way. You know, maybe be more forgiving, maybe be more understanding because no one is perfect and everyone has two sides, you know, themselves and an alter ego or duality, you know, um, uh, or opposites, the contrast of it, right? They can exist. And sometimes that's where a lot of that internal conflict happens because you have these two sides, right? So the workshop will be about those things. We will talk about those things. We, I actually have a couple of exercises that I will have um, the attendees or registrants do to help um, some things that I do with my own writing. I will be meshing some of my life coaching uh, diagrams that I use that I, um, I mean, a little different, switching it a little bit, um, because I'm not in essence doing a whole life coaching session, but I want you to think of it kind of like coaching through your story or coaching your characters. 
and outlining these things so that when it comes time for you to write this backstory, you have everything you need and the writing just flows. You have the frame of thought, you, you can channel that emotion and it's supposed to just flow. It's what I do with my own writing. Sometimes when I feel stuck or I can't make sense of an emotion, I will zigzag through it doing these diagrams and I will, you know, find my way. And if I haven't said it before, it is completely free. So hop on over to astraferguson.com, click on the events button, and you will see two options. You can come on over tonight, May 14th at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, or come over on Saturday, May 16th, 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. So I hope to see you there and to do these wonderful exercises with you and potentially take your writing to the next level, right? Um, so that is that announcement. And then the other thing that I wanted to talk about uh, is to do a little reflection, right? I think we spend so much time just moving forward and thinking about what's next that we don't actually sit back and reflect on how far we've came. So when I first started on this journey, I didn't know what I was getting myself into. I wrote a book, which I've talked about this before. My first book was Malt. Mm, I can say that I definitely grown from that since that book as a writer and as a person. But when I wrote that book, nobody even knew. I wrote poetry. I might have had a hundred or two hundred followers, maybe. I barely used my social media accounts. And here I am deciding to write this book, and nobody even knows about it about me being a writer, about me even writing poetry, about any of that. And I did try to pitch it to some publishers, but obviously it got rejected, right? So I had to deal with that. And I was like, you know what? I didn't spend a whole year writing this book, sacrificing sleep because I had a newborn baby that he was mostly nocturnal. And then when he would sleep, he only would sleep two hours at a time at night. I was like, what the hell am I going to sleep for? Especially with going back to work um, in corporate America. So it was, it was a very tough time for me. And my therapy was through my writing. Plus I was going through some postpartum issues. I want to say even some PTSD because I had a very, very, very tough delivery. And maybe one day I'll write that article. <laughs> Add that to my notch of you know, wonderful things that I want to accomplish. Add that to my bucket list, my long list of to-dos as well, right? Um, so that's how I started. And here I am, what, three years later? Yeah, about three years later, uh, had a second book that I published called The Serpent's Rattle. It's an anthology. Um, which has to do with 
dealing with language barriers, um, abuse, uh, and overcoming it all, right? So it's a very profound and it can be triggering. So I understand that it's not for everyone, the serpent's rattle. Malt is more of a softer one that I wrote because it was more of outgrowing negative layers of I mean you can say womanhood but I just really put it as outgrowing those negative layers to now allow room for new growth um, and I did it in a way that the same way that animals outgrow shells you know um, which is malting essentially um, and that's how I wrote that book and now here I am two books later and I've created my own website which actually when I first created when I first had my website it was originally created by someone else who I paid to do it um, and my website wasn't converting so I had to work on that um, and I learned how to do well I shouldn't say I learned because I actually went to school for business information systems and that is actually what my bachelor's is in I mean I used to create websites way back when you had to create it using HTML language and flash but I never made it a career but I understood the flow and what you needed for a website because I actually created my husband's website <laughs> it's funny how I would create my husband's website and not create my own and you know his is you know jarellferguson.com if you want to go see it you know putting his plug out there and I created his website but for some reason I just couldn't figure it out for my own website. I don't know why we do that to ourselves. It's very easy for us to see what others need and really give into others and do for others. But then when it comes to ourselves, we overthink, we sabotage, and then that leads to not taking action, right? So I didn't want to hold up the process, so I ended up hiring someone and my website wasn't converting. And when I say conversion, that means when somebody comes to your website, it should be very clear what the action is that you want them to take. So if you have a website that it's centered around people booking you for events, that should be very clear. That should be like the main action. If you have a website where you are, you know, like a multipreneur, you have to pick what the main action is that you want them to take. If you want them to buy your book, you should have some sort of freebie or something that you're giving them that has to deal with the book. Um, so you need to establish these things on your website. That wasn't established on my website. So obviously it wasn't converting. People would come to the homepage and bounce. Um, so I spent a good amount of time trying to figure this out and luckily uh, 
I took a course called The Website That Wows with Louise. Um, and she's a very good, you know, very good person. She's, and she, you know, I use Squarespace. And by me taking this course, you know, it definitely helped me outline my website. It wasn't hard to follow because I could do most of the stuff. Um, and I completely redid my site. So everything you guys see in my site, I actually did that. Um, and then I had to figure out how, how I was going to attract the people that I wanted to attract. And that is what, that is what led me to blogging, right? And what led me to podcasting. Blogging was more for me of figuring out what topics could I write about. Also for me practicing my writing. And then I was like, why don't I just kill two birds with one stone and use my blog to do reviews on books that I enjoy and even books that I use to research for my own writing. So I'm also providing value to my audience. And that worked out, right? So, and then there are some topics that I put in there too that have to deal with mental health or parenthood or things of that nature as well um, that I'll sprinkle in there. And then podcasting was more for me to challenge myself. I was very quiet, guys. I was so much an introvert. I still am. I still am for the most part. Um, and you know, being a poet, like I couldn't find myself on stage. I was too much in my head. And even though everyone likes my performances, I was so hard on myself, especially when it comes to the delivery, because I'm not like a slam poet. I'm a very soft spoken poet. And I was like, oh, I could have done that better. Or I could. And I didn't like being in that space. So I started podcasting as a way for me to challenge myself in speaking. To hopefully one day lead to more public speaking. And at the same time, also do it in a way that I can also use it as a networking device. For me to get to know other people who are trying to find themselves as well, you know? Just because I established a career in corporate America, you know, me being in senior management, this is new, this is a humbling experience. You know, I worked very hard for me to develop the career that I have in corporate America. And here I am again at, you know, bottom level starting all over so it was very humbling you know and it, it's it I've made mistakes I can't tell you that I haven't made mistakes I definitely made mistakes but the biggest lesson I had to learn was to start where I'm at and that's what I want you guys to take away from this episode start where you are it doesn't matter you don't need to have it all together if it's trash, hell, put it out. Eventually, trash becomes someone's treasure, right? So put put yourself out there. As my little one walks in on me. 
Uh, and that's exactly what you need to do. Put yourself and continue to put yourself out there. You will get better each time and then reflect, reflect, reflect back for you to see how far you've came. Don't just focus on where you're going all the time and being so hard on yourself for not getting there sooner. Sometimes we are the one who burn our own bridges. Okay, we will stop ourselves from moving forward with things because we limit ourselves in some shape or form. And usually that's with our own voices, our own abilities. We never think we're good enough. But your friends, your loved ones, your children, your nieces, nephews, your cousins, your good neighbor, you always find that they're good enough and you're always there to push them. So if you can just take an ounce of what you give these people, especially if you're an empathetic person like me, that you inspire them to move forward, if you can just take an ounce of that and pour it into yourself, then maybe your next episode could be like this one that I'm having right now. There's no reason why you're incapable of doing anything that you have in your mind. You don't need money to start a podcast. You can start completely free. I mean, I started with Anchor. I still do it on Anchor sometimes. I'm sitting in my son's bedroom doing this episode. I don't have no fancy equipment. Yeah, I have a couple mics. But it took me time to get those when I started. I didn't have that. I had my phone and some headphones. So I dare myself constantly to do things imperfectly because for so long I was told and I developed this belief that if it wasn't perfect, not to put it out there. Now, that's not to say that you shouldn't improve on the quality and strive to be great, not just good enough, but to be great. But while you're striving, push yourself, challenge yourself, and you will get there. And if you wanna try things, that's the beauty of creativity. You're not creative if you're doing the same thing over and over. You're creative when you're trying new things. If you're being blocked, that means, if you're feeling blocked, that means you're unmotivated. You gotta change it up. Maybe do it differently. Maybe talk about different topics that really interest you. Maybe you need to go and immerse yourself in a new culture. Maybe you need to try something you've always wanted to try but never felt you could do it, like painting or something, right? Or maybe you wanted to take that photography class, but you thought it was too expensive. Or maybe you just didn't have enough time. Well, now with the pandemic, what's the excuse? So that's what I dare you to do. Start 
where you are at right now. Just start. And if you want to come over to the writing workshop that I'm having that is free because you always wanted to, you know, write and come on over. Hey, what do you have to lose? Right. I started with poetry and I am now evolving to writing a novel. I don't know when this thing is going to be done. I just feel that that's where I need to go with my writing. And I'm just letting it guide me. I'm no longer trying to control that narrative or the outcome of it. I will pitch myself. I do know what I want out of this. And I, and because I've had three years of seeing how much work it involves being a self-published or in the author, I understand more, so much more about the book industry and the way things work. I have an appreciation for marketing. Before I had a belief that marketing was salesy and it was fraudulent. And that's not true at all. You can take exactly what you have right now. So dare to start now. And that's all I really have for you guys. Thank you so much for listening and for bearing with me. It has been so hard during this quarantine and pandemic situation for me to stay on top of everything, but I have been, and I have been pushing myself. And I couldn't be more grateful and thankful to have you listening to little old me. <laughs> right now when you could have been listening to anyone else so goodbye for now and until next time guys ciao and that was a wrap for today thank you so much for listening to i mean can we discuss don't forget to subscribe, follow us if you want to see what we're up to, what projects we're up to, and enjoy the rest of your day, night, wherever you might be. I was your host, Asher Ferguson, signing off. <laughs>